Welcome. This is 10,000 Crappy Photos, a podcast about photography and the things you learn along the way. Hey there, welcome back to 10,000 Crappy Photos. It's been a while. I was away for a while. Going to go away again in a couple of weeks. Um, So things have been a little crazy. If you're still listening, that's really awesome. I have some thoughts about equipment that things that kind of went through my mind while I was away. My latest trip, I was on vacation for a few weeks. And so there were a few times when I when I was thinking about different aspects of the equipment that I had with me. And equipment it was. I don't have an iPhone. Um, so I don't have that easy um, memory kind of picture possibility. And that's okay, because I'm on vacation. I like taking pictures. That's part of what I enjoy about vacation. I have more time to take pictures and to think about taking pictures. So I end up with a lot of them that I'm taking just as mementos. Uh, There are also times when I have enough time to like think about, oh, here's something a little bit unusual, a different kind of angle, a different kind of shadow different kind of perspective and then I might take a little more time but since I wasn't on vacation alone I do have to keep in mind no I can't keep my my loved one waiting while I'm farting around with the photos (laughs) in fact sometimes she has to remind me hey are you taking like vacation pictures or or is it just uh artsy fartsy pictures you know pictures of one leaf (laughs) she says that um, with all kinds of affection wrapped around and says you know I really do like your pictures of one single leaf (laughs) anyway so most of the pictures ended up being vacation pictures and that's good because that works out there's even a couple of pictures of me in there Um, that's an equipment thing too for me because I set up I don't do selfies so much I don't know it's just not a reflex, not at this point. Um, I like, because I have a lot more fun setting the timer on a rock or on a, a log or on a bench somewhere. Setting it up for 10 seconds and then running into position. That's We just have a blast doing that, so it's more fun. Um, I have a lot of fun using that, that feature of my camera. Um, The first thing you usually think about, I think I do anyway, if I do actually take the time to think about it at all, is what bits of the various equipment that I have should I take with me? Uh, For me, that's a question of um, picking one or two of the three or four lenses that I have. And this time, I didn't take time packing so I just grabbed the whole camera bag that has all my lenses in it they're obviously packed just carefully enough but not too carefully (laughs) because they're all in one little bag but uh, I really didn't need to take all lenses I certainly didn't use all of them wait did I hang on a sec yes in fact I did but I didn't need to if I think if I really had taken the, the, the two and a half seconds it would have taken to actually reflect about which lenses I need, I would take 
uh, pancake lens for some wide angle and my nifty 50 1.8 50 millimeter because it's uh, it's not indestructible but you can if, if something does happen to it then it's not such a big loss and it 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 does fine for what I need it for in addition I took also a 1.4 50 50 millimeter 1.4 which I used I think I'm, I clicked four times with that lens on and I took an 85 millimeter also because one morning we got up early and my partner was looking at birds and I thought well maybe I can actually take a picture of one of the birds that she's looking for <laughs> I didn't really need that though it's not a real telephoto lens uh, and it's a bit heavy and it's pretty valuable so there's more of a risk if um, if I damage it or if it gets lost or stolen or something like that so I overdid it carrying lenses schlepping them around next time I'll think more quickly and take less less is more as everybody knows then oh another thing that I was what was really good about equipment was um on vacation I'm usually we do a lot of I wouldn't call it hiking. That's a little bit of an exaggeration. We go on a lot of walks. We have our trusty furry friend with us. And we like walking with uh, with Milu the dog. So I usually carry a backpack. And just recently this year, I received a gift um, of a clip that I can use. Uh, uh, Peak Design, I guess is what it's called. And what's really nifty is I have a strap that I use from Peak Design. I can pull the strap off the camera. And then there's a special clip that you can attach to your, to anything really, but I put it on my backpack uh, shoulder strap. And then I can just clip the camera onto that. And oh, it's, it's really nice. I had been testing it um, since I got it a few months ago, but to use it on vacation, I really could find out, ah, oh, this is nice. This is convenient. This is what I was hoping for. The problem was it started out and, and I could clip it, the camera in and out of it, but it didn't seem to be holding on to it very tightly. I was like, oh crap, is this, it couldn't be wearing out after, after just a few months. <sighs> so um, I fiddled around with it, and that's the fun thing about vacation is that it's vacation. So for me, anyway, on my vacations, we always plan in lots of time where nothing is planned. <laughs> so there's time to just kind of fiddle with uh, equipment. And that's what I was able to do with the clip. It's like, when I first looked at it, I thought there must be a way to adjust this to hold on to the camera more tightly. And at first glance, I couldn't find that out. So I did have to take an evening and look. Well, actually, it didn't take a whole evening. It wasn't that complicated. <laughs> but um, I did find the little adjustment um, to hold on to it tighter, and that was that was a good feeling. It's like, yes, this clip is really what I like to use. It works for me. Um, it was worth it was worth buying it because I, I often carry a backpack um, with other stuff in it, not not photo stuff, but other stuff. So I had the time to to uh, let's say break it and fix it all all in one trip. <laughs> awesome. Um, where I was, 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 uh, it was actually in England. We had the, the luxury of, of traveling. Mm, wait, I'll back up. We, we, it wasn't much, <laughs> it was not a luxury trip. We took a train, stayed overnight, a train, stayed overnight, rented a car, put the car in the channel, as we call it, the 
tunnel that goes through the English Channel and drove the car in, in kind of the southern part of England. Uh, where were we? Dorset and uh, Devon, mostly. That's the thing about carrying all those lenses. There, there was a lot of times when I was schlepping stuff, so it, that was stupid to carry extra equipment. In England, we were spending most of our time by the coast because where I live, there is no coast. There are wonderful lakes and rivers, but there's no beach. So we were getting our dose of the coast, of salty air and screaming seagulls. Ah, oh, there's something about the sound of a seagull screaming. It's one of those childhood sounds, and it just warms my heart to hear it whenever I do. Anyway, I digress. We were on the coast, so there was tons and tons of light. Even if it wasn't sunshine, there was glary, uh, cloudy days. So I found myself using um, a very low aperture a lot. And that was kind of fun to, to be in a situation where uh, that was possible. I didn't have to worry about um, getting enough light in. So, so I was able to use manual. I found that I was just kind of naturally using manual mode, which is really cool because I've been playing with um, the zone system. And that is in, in a very, very, very small sense. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what's, what's gray and what's white and what's black. Duh. Anyway, um, I was using manual, feeling comfortable with it, but at one point, in one e on one evening, there was a really tricky lighting situation. It was close close to sundown, nearing sundown, and the sun was really low in the sky. And we were walking along a place that had very shady trees and a couple of bridges, oh, and it was just tricky. And I just kept screwing up <laughs> and I was tired. It was the end of the day. We hadn't eaten yet. And I just said, oh, F it. I'm going on to automatic. And I put it on automatic and that was fine. I was like, oh, I was glad for being, <laughs> for having the chance to use manual and feel comfortable with that. But sometimes it's just like my brain just can't think about this right now. And I guess that shows that I still need some practice because it's not automatic. When I use manual, my adjustments, etc., and um, reactions aren't automatic. So I just let the camera do the automatic stuff. And that was okay. That was cool. So remember I um, mentioned taking the 50mm 1.4 as well as the 1.8 and not really using the 1.4 very much. The one time I did use it was really fun. It was like um, I was taking pictures inside, but against a window, so looking out, and there was a lot of light. And I was kind of playing with um, the silhouettes that happened in that situation, just crazy, crazy contrast. And with the 1.8, the lower quality lens, I get this blue lens flare. And I know I've seen that before, that has happened at night when I shoot up at streetlights, things like that. I thought, oh, what if I try the 1.4? And so I switched the lens and lo and behold, the same situation against light, um, right into the light, and there wasn't a lens flare. It was really cool. It's just kind of that fun feeling you get when you think, oh, what if I tried that? That might work. And it did. That's all about those crappy photos.
playing around, finding stuff out. So my camera now has been to the beach um, three, three or four times now since I've had it. So it's been exposed to salt water, sand, a lot of wind, um, and it's time to get it cleaned. <laughs> the rubber grip thingy where you, where you hold your hand um, is falling off. I tried to glue it back on. It's falling off again. So I got a replacement. I think I might bring it in for that. So I had intended to get my camera cleaned uh, after I finished my 365 uh, at the end of last year, but mm, here it is six months later, and I still didn't get it done, but I'm going to do it now. Um, it's time. It's time to, to have it look, just get it coddled a little bit and taken care of and say, just clean it out a little. I think I did even notice a couple of sensor spots. But my camera, it means so much to me, I really do want to take care of it. I don't want to treat it like it's made of crystal. Certainly not. It's a tool. It gets worked. But uh, it is time to take care of it. So as I said at the beginning, I don't have an iPhone. I lied. <laughs> and I mentioned I'm going on a trip in a couple of weeks. That is true. I'm, I just bought an iPhone. Oh my God, everything's going to change. And part of the reason I took the jump was I was agonizing, okay, which camera should I take? Should I take my automatic, my point and shoot? Oh, wait, oh, I'll have to back up a little bit. I'm going on a bike trip. Oh, so, so I want to be able to take pictures, but I'm not. I don't want to stop, pull things out, make adjustments. I don't want to have to worry about taking care of things. It could rain all week. It's definitely going to be hot. It's definitely going to have a lot of condensation every night where it's hot and humid where I'm going. I'm taking a bike tour through the state of Iowa. Oh, if anyone out there is going on Ragbri, it would be so awesome to see you. Ragbri, a ride across Iowa. The... Woodstock of biking, I'm told. That's what that's what got me. <laughs> so I'm going to be spending a week on my bike. I want to take pictures, but I want it to be easy. So I had pretty much decided, okay, I'll leave my DSLR home. I'll take my point and shoot. And then there was this big issue about having to communicate with the other people in my group. There's uh, seven or eight of us that I have to computer, computer with. No, communicate with. God, there's not going to be any computers there. <gasps> Thank goodness. Um, we have to use text messages. We have to call each other. And I just discovered on this past trip that the cheapo phone that I have doesn't work when I'm in another country. It's a long story. You don't want to hear it, and I don't want to remember it. <laughs> anyway, I thought, okay, it's time to get me a real, live, adult smartphone. So I got a little iPhone, an SE, on sale. And I'm really, really, really looking forward to using it as a camera. Yep, that's like the biggest reason. I'm thinking, yeah, vacation pictures, you know, fun, fun pictures. And I got the big model with 128 gigabytes, so I can take lots of pictures. Um, 
Uh, I think I'll probably have something to say about that when I get back. And hopefully I will um, not take too, too long to get another episode out when I return. But for now, I might publish something while I'm away that's in a time warp kind of thing. But uh, eventually I will come back and report on my week-long bike trip using um, an iPhone. Again, if you're in Iowa, the last week of July 2017, it would be so awesome to see you. (laughs) Of course, there's no way we could find each other. Look around and see someone using an iPhone. Ha ha ha, that's me. Ha ha ha. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, I know. If you're going to Ragbri, send me an email at 10,000crappyphotos at gmail.com. There you go, and we'll find a way to find each other amongst thousands of happy bikers who are happy photographers also. There is an overlap, I found. Until next time, have fun out there, and have fun using your stuff. Ciao!